Welcome back, everybody. Um, welcome back. Welcome back yeah. to <laughs> us. Um, it's been a while, and it's been even longer since we've had an episode where there's been um, no technical difficulties. Yeah. So fingers crossed, knock on wood, that Knocking. doesn't happen today. Um, so I am Maggie, and I'm here with... Sam. Hey, and it's just the two of us this week because yes, everyone else is dumb. No one likes. No, no, no one likes. people just don't have time to dedicate to watching hours and hours of TV, which is just like where <laughs> it's your, called binge watching. Where are your priorities? Exactly. <laughs> so um, we are here this month to talk about season two of Jessica Jones, um, which came out on Netflix on March 8th. And we both um powered through it and finished watching it in the last few days so we are going to talk about that um we're going to talk about what happened this season how we feel about it and um and there's a whole bunch of questions that we are going to be kind of posing to each other and then you know to you guys that are listening at large about the future of jessica jones and how it fits into the whole marvel um universe both cinematic and streaming i guess is the best thing to um way to call it the marvel yeah, streaming yeah. universe i would um it's forgot what that one was called it's like the netflix marvel and then you got the marvel cinematic universe right which i don't think that they are they're still not like they're still not like going out on a limb and like no. claiming it as theirs yet. but it is it is yeah. theirs it's yeah. all yeah. yeah um so and new we're trying to come up with new fun things to bring into the Girls Who Geek podcast. Um, you know, I was do- thinking about doing things like, oh, t- on this day in women's in like women in film history. But anytime you Google anything to do with women in film, it's all about pay inequality. <laughs> it's like we know <laughs> we're yeah. aware of the disappointing reality. So because this is the best I could come up with, happy 71st birthday to Glenn Close. Yay, Glenn Close. <laughs> My favorite Corolla. She <laughs> is so great. She's 71 Wait, she's today. 71? Uh-huh. Mama gorgeous. Yeah. She, she was born on gorgeous. this day in 1947. So happy birthday, Glenn Close. Um, <laughs> yeah. So really quick, um, we'll just kind of get into the synopsis of this season of Jessica Jones and basically all of the fun stuff that happened this season I'm adjusting. I'm wearing headphones to not have <laughs> what happened last time happen again, mainly so that I can hear if something's going wrong. But headphones are uncomfortable. So yeah. I'm taking them off for just a second while I'm talking and I'm going to adjust them. Hopefully nothing goes wrong in the two seconds while I have them off. Yeah. So basically, we are going to talk about um, this season. Basically, I don't know, Sam, do you want to give the synopsis? I feel like I sure. always do it. But if you want to do it this yeah, time, I'd be happy to allow you. Um, I don't. Well, I don't um, run everything here. Yeah. I'm having a hard time. Right <laughs> Maggie, <now>. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So in this season, uh, we see a sort of like a new side of Jessica. She's basically trying to be normal. Is mm-hmm. what I gathered from this season. She is trying to. She's like extending an olive branch to like her residence in her building well malcolm in general Mm -hmm. like she's like she's she's reaching out she's not closing herself off like she has been Mm -hmm. um and trish is the total opposite trish i is on another level i um i gave her a nickname and i was talking to my husband about this because he didn't watch season one he came in on season two Mm -hmm. And he had to have been very confused. I had to I had to pause it and give him a quick rundown about what happened. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, OK, I feel like I'm caught up. And then he sat down and he watched some of the episodes with me. But I called Trish trash because she <laughs> was so annoying and so irritating. And she was just complete garbage this entire mm-hmm. season. I felt like there was purpose for that. Oh, we'll absolutely. get into that. But oh, absolutely. I agree. But it's um her and Jessica sort of did an opposite. Trish had a normal life and everything was seemed to be going like okay for her but it's not what she wanted right she wanted more mm-hmm. she wanted to be jessica right um and then uh, we see things happen with jerry we sort of get her another side of her story mm-hmm. um in the struggle she has to deal with um and then we see malcolm who actually sort of steps up and starts trying to get into this in private investigator like realm right which was nice yeah we get to see more into jessica's past um oh, yep. a lot of the gaps are filled in gaps of time um and it it becomes and i i'm gonna have a, a, a written review of the season coming out hopefully tomorrow too um and i'm gonna touch on this there but 
this idea that um, this season was not about saving the world. Oh, absolutely. In any not. sense of the word. And it kind of was very different. It kind of reminded me of Punisher. Oh, yes. In that way, that this was not about saving the world. This was about humans being humans set in the backdrop of a world where superheroes exist. exist. Yes. It was um, It's not about saving the world. It was not about Jessica being noble and completely selfless all the time. It was, it, and I think that made it so much more real and a lot more enjoyable. Oh yeah, it was. Season. There were times where it was really painful yeah. to watch, and not like because it was gory and it wasn't. No, but it was just like on an emotional level, it was very painful because, you know, she's dealt with these cards where you know this mother that she thought was. This is a spoiler cast. Yeah. By the way. So, <laughs> If you're listening to this, please have watched Jessica Jones season two. Spoilers, yeah. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So this is a huge, yeah. a huge plot point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, should, I no, yeah. yeah. Go to okay, town. Yeah. Um, you find out that her mother that she thought was dead was is not dead at all. Mm-hmm. She was taken in by the same people who took Jessica. Right. And she, they, she was tested on by IGH and was made into this uh, superhuman. Mm-hmm. Well, they were, you know, they were experimenting on her to bring her back to life. Right. And all the damage that she suffered in the crash caused her to get, like, complete and total facial reconstruction. So later in the season when Jessica actually meets her, she has no idea that that's who she is. Yes. I I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, And no, I have a I lot of different feelings about it. Um, As do I. Yeah, but that her mother did survive the accident, and they there was a choice made that... Well, because they also kind of weren't really sure if she was going to survive the experiments. Jessica did, and she recovered much quicker, and she was adopted by um, Trish's, the, family. Trish's family. The Walkers, yeah. yeah. Um, and her mother was just not stable. Like they, she, she had a al- lot of brain damage. Yeah, they, and- she almost tried to kill Jessica in the hospital, not even knowing that it was her. She had bouts of rage. Yeah, where she didn't know like where she was because right. of- uncontrollable strength. Yeah. Like it was, she was dangerous and she was not. And she's even safe. Like you find out that she's even stronger than Jessica, mm. but she also has a really hard time controlling her temper. Like right. she goes from like zero to a hundred in like seconds, and right. nothing can really stop her. Right. So they like there was a choice made really by IGH like the walkers had no idea i think that trish or that um jessica's mom was still alive so igh no one did. yeah no, yeah igh and mainly this one doctor made a decision to keep her away from jessica and let jessica just like go out and live a normal life mm-hmm. and then maybe eventually her Even mother would be going ready so far as to, see to her. give jessica her family's ashes yeah as which is like nuts yeah, which all is, th- all three. three. Yeah, so like I'm like two of them were real probably, and then the other one was just <laughs> which Jessica quotes a labradoodle, right? Labradoodle. Yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. messed up. It so, is really messed up. Yeah, and like this entire time, like you feel that Jessica's like trying to move on, like she's mm-hmm. doesn't want to dig up her past. She doesn't need to. No, like, she's like going back on. to her childhood home in yeah. season one with Kilgrave was like that a lot for was her. so messed yeah, up that, that messed was me absolutely up. yeah like and the fact oh. that he he bought it and then rearranged it based on like photos that he found to make it look exactly so like her home up. was it's really so, screwy so, but yeah. that idea of like she had this idyllic like memory of her childhood and then when her mother comes back, that all kind of comes crashing down. Oh, it does. And it's actually kind of cruel. Like yeah. how her mom just like she has this like cookie cutter um, re- like memory of how her family used to be. Like mm-hmm. she's putting them on a pedestal and her mom just tears it down completely. Yeah. She's like, no, you're my father. Your father and I weren't happy at all. Yeah, like we, we were, were going to get, get a divorce. divorce. And like you and your brother fought all the time. Like how did you forget about all that? So um, and we'll we'll get into that more. But. Um, basically as the season goes on, um, her mother in an attempt to reconnect with Jessica is like wreaking havoc on Hell's Kitchen because of her insane strength. And she just gets really upset if anybody gets in Jessica's way. And this is all because Trish in her, like, I'm I'm rolling my eyes here. You can't (laughs) see it, but I am like, I can see my brain. That's how hard I'm rolling my eyes. Like she just can't let it die like yeah. she wants to bring these bad guys to light and get yeah. justice she's sick of her show just being lifestyle and not being taken seriously and it's because she's dating a guy who's like an investigative journalist that goes to like 
war zones and and he's always taken so seriously and she is still at the end of the day she is still patsy yeah and she hates it which i can understand i can too um and so she's trying to make her talk show be less lifestyle and more legitimate and so she gets into this whole superhero thing trying Uh, yeah yeah like bringing people to to justice and trying to expose all the experiments that igh did because they did experiments without the consent of the people they were experimenting and at first jessica was was like on board because you know whatever but when it became really personal for jessica when she figured out that this this person that's out flipping out killing people because of trisha's experiment is her mother yeah is is jessica's mother and she's like she wants to back off because she's like i don't know how to even deal with this and trish is too far gone at that point Uh she also um they run into simpson again the cop who she had like a little yeah and that he was taking those per i say performance enhancing (laughs) and they called them that combat combat enhancing drugs um Trish gets a hold of those and her addictive personality Which tendencies actually come reminds out. Me the, the perform or the combat enhancing drugs reminds me of the drugs that um in Wonder Woman. Yes. With the what's his face takes. Yeah. I know that's what you're exactly about. what it yeah. reminds me of. Yeah. 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 And yeah. like a and it's in a, in a little inhaler. Um yeah. so because Trish has been addicted before, which we'd heard about, but we really get to see it this season. Um, she gets kind of I say she gets addicted. It's not an addictive drug, but because she has an addictive personality she feels like she needs it all oh the time. yeah like yeah. heroin is addic- addictive yeah. if you're if you take heroin once or twice you're addicted yeah if you take this once or twice and you've never been addicted to anything before you're probably not gonna get addicted to it but someone like her who has an addictive personality who wants to feel super yeah she like that her entire life all she wanted was powers because she felt so powerless being controlled by her mother mm-hmm. and then seeing jessica yeah and being controlled yeah. by her management her career and her fans yeah. and then jessica could kind of do whatever she wanted whenever she wanted yeah. because not on another level yeah. yeah that she she wanted that so um she gets into that stuff and goes a little nutty and um <sighs> there's just a lot we'll get <laughs> yeah. into mm-hmm. we will get into the yeah we'll get into the roller trash. coaster that was trish walker this season um so just general reaction how did you feel about the season in general i liked it okay i didn't love it it wasn't season one i don't think anything can replace season one because nothing can replace david Tennant being in every single when he did show up as this like figment of jessica's imagination my husband was like he's not dead i was like he is dead she snapped his neck he's not coming back but that he is still haunting her in her brain that that was powerful fantastic i actually was that was the one thing i was disappointed with i was really hoping that he would be an inner demon for jessica the entire season Mm -hmm. and when he and i was waiting for him to show up and waiting for him to show up and waiting for him to show up and when she was sleep deprived and like really really stressed out that's when he and i thought that was interesting because it was like she really was doing so well and then it was only when she was broken down to like her core is when he came back yeah and i think that was what was so frustrating to her is that like no matter how well she does there's still the possibility of her getting knocked down far enough that he's going to come back into yeah. her mind. Oh, exactly. And, um, like, I was thinking about it, too. Like, the the later episodes, like, at the very end, she was really stressed out, but I don't remember her ever taking a sip of alcohol. And that mm-hmm. could be the reason why she drinks is because she's trying to numb him. Well, and even in the first season... Because the first season is after she's released from the year of being with him or however long it was. That yeah, she I think was it was a him. year. Yeah. Uh, and that's why she that's part of the reason why she drinks was to numb him oh, out yeah. completely. Yeah. Um. So that was really interesting that he came back. Um. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It felt. <sighs> but see, I felt like season one was com- without take out Luke Cage. I felt like season one was very removed from the greater marvel i feel like most of them are except for daredevil because like like the hand yeah and iron fist i feel like when pressed when put in the situation jessica will take the bullet for a group of innocent people she doesn't know i feel out of all the superheroes jessica is the one that feels the most yeah yeah which is ironic yeah Um, exactly but you wouldn't know that she but like she's not going to necessarily sign up for a fight oh no if the fight is brought to her yeah she will take it yeah she's not necessarily going to be the one she's not like daredevil she's not like the immortal iron fist yeah (laughs) Yeah. um 
Luke Cage, I think that's why she and Luke Cage got along. Because they took matters into their own hands. Yeah, they both yeah. were kind of like, all right, fine, if no one else well, they is going to do this. They were also extremely powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like if you, like, I think, and I think they did fight Jessica and Daredevil or someone fought. Well, I know Jessica and Luke Cage fought. Yeah. And that was a nice match. But right. I feel like they, they could. Luke I mean, Cage and Iron Fist fought, which was fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Uh, Danny Rand. Oh, God. Danny. Um, but yeah, continue. I enjoyed um, that we really got to go on a personal journey with every... This was such a character-driven season. Oh, yes. It was, I feel like, less about the overall story and more about the personal journey we took with each character, with Jessica, with Trish, with Malcolm, with Jerry. Like, yes. That was just it gave them so much more depth that i think going forward we're gonna know so much more about them that was the one thing i didn't like though is that they kind of glazed over what happened in the defenders and what happened yes in, um they didn't mention it at all yeah there was like a, i was just like um or in the punisher too like yeah i'm like all of this stuff is supposedly happening in hell's kitchen right which she is it's in her domain as right. well and i'm like there are no words like there's so much stuff that happened in Punisher like there was huge explosions and like, right. all these things and like mom like yeah. they were like not a peep was and it's like, like you yeah. don't need to like constant like we you don't need to constantly like be waking to the audience like we're all in the same world but like you're right it fe- felt kind of weird it really felt like it it happened in a vacuum it, it literally honestly it felt like Jessica Jones happened before the defenders right and even like and the punisher happened in a different city like right. they weren't connected but at it all didn't so but i'm wondering see, if it's yeah. because like this season of jessica jones really did happen in a vacuum because who did it affect a very small circle of people even Kilgrave, at least many 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 people were being affected by oh him. yeah yeah this was her mother killed two other people two or three i think so and then but it was all within that very small circle it only happened over the course of like, what a couple weeks, a few yeah. weeks, not yeah. very long amount of time. Oh well, no, it could have been a, it could have been more than a couple weeks. Because, yeah, like it, it. She was like talking about how hot it is, and then there's all this stuff happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but there was also a lot of flashbacks too. Yeah. Um, but which was interesting. It just felt like this was the chance for us to really learn who all of these people are. Yeah. Um. The to only, their core. <laughs> and the only thing that they gave, like, a winking at to the Defenders was that you see Foggy in Jerry's office. I know, which I kind of love, but also oh, I was like, him. I forgot you work there now. Yeah, and, like, I knew he worked there, and I was like, I'm like, oh, I hope I, I hope I see him, like, in a, like, you know, like, just a glimpse of him or something. Right. And we did get a glimpse of him, but I was, and I was also pissed off that Jerry was just like, stop shoving your head out my ass. Right, like, yeah. And I'm like, Foggy is amazing. You're such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, and it's—I it, don't know. There, it was a very—it felt. I mean, I was very entertained. I really enjoyed. Oh, it. I was. I did enjoy it. I, I don't. I mean, I was hooked. Like, I kept watching. Oh yeah, it. I never. Yeah. It wasn't like me with Iron Fist, which I know I was maybe unique in this, but maybe not. Couldn't watch Iron Fist. Didn't even turn it on. I I watched the whole thing because I had agreed to do a review. And I literally was felt like I was like, I'm watching this because I have to. And the thing is, is like, I didn't have a problem with the casting. I didn't mind Danny, the guy playing Danny Rand, whatever his name is. I actually liked him. I just felt like the it was a very it was very weak story writing. It just like I was just like nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. We are four episodes in yeah. and nothing has happened. <laughs> and I did not feel like that with Jessica Jones. I just and I think it's because I'm just so fascinated by her character. So, oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so overall, generally, I really enjoyed it. Um, we are going to take a quick break when we get back. Um, we've got a whole bunch of questions mm-hmm. that I'm going to I'm gonna pose, and um, Sam might have some questions, too, and we're going to just kind of <laughs> get yes. into um, the finer points and everything um, and how Jessica Jones fits into the greater Marvel universe. So we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed, and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in. And tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, 
thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube. Do it. All right. And we are back from our super exciting, refreshing break. Yay. We took some sips of coffee, coffee seltzer and water. salt seltzer water and we're back. <laughs> um, so, oh my gosh, there's so many points and things that we could talk about and we're not going to have time to talk about everything. But um, kind of how I wanted to start is we are getting into like the second era of Netflix series and I kind of forget that season two of Daredevil already happened mm -hmm. because it happened before Defenders. It had to, yeah. It's yeah. for Defenders. It's yes. happened before Defenders. And season one of Daredevil came out so long ago. What, like two and a half years ago or something? More than that. More than that. Yeah. I want to say, I think it was 2014 Daredevil came out. Should I do some no. research? It came out, I was. I remember watching it because I had just moved into my, my house. I think it was 2015. Like summer of 2015. Or fall. You are correct. It was spring, April 10th, 2015. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So it came out in 2015. And then Jessica Jones came out after that, right? In like yes. November? Yes. Okay. Jessica Jones. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you are correct. I'm pretty sure it was November. Hang on. We don't have our research department that we usually have. Jamie? See, yep. November. November. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Luke Cage came out after that. And Luke then Iron Fist. Are you sure it, was, it wasn't Daredevil Season 2? <sighs> no. Daredevil Season 2 came out. Did it come out before Iron Fist? No. It was, uh, yep. It was Luke Cage, then it was Iron Fist, and then it was Daredevil, Daredevil Season, season two. 2. And then Defenders, and then Punisher. Yes. So... But I feel like Daredevil season two is still part of the first era of Netflix series because yeah. of when it was set. I feel like the first era was before Defenders, before Defenders and, and then, then now after. Yeah, and But completely. Punisher happened. It, it's, I feel like it happened in a vacuum. Yeah, Punisher was. Yeah, and the only thing that connected him was um, Jess. Yeah. Or not Jess. Uh, um, well, Karen. Karen. Karen, yeah. yeah. I so, call her Jess because she's from True Blood and yeah. her name is Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so... Jessica Jones season two, along with Defenders, but more this, I feel like is really ushering in this new era of Marvel Netflix series. We're kind of in, are we in the second or third era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I know they kind of, oh, I just hit the mic. They've kind of divided them up into like I want to say this eras. is probably the third era. Okay. So we're moving forward. Yeah. So like, how does this really set up? Like, where do we think the Netflix series are going to go from here? Like, we're post-Defenders. They've already teamed up once. They are now aware of each other. Well, that's a, that's a tough question, like, question honestly, yeah. because, for one, everyone thinks that Matt is dead. Everyone thinks that Matt Murdock has died. Right. At the end of Defenders. Right. Um, so, who knows? Um, also, um, Infinity oh, I War... I forgot about that. Infinity War takes place... Uh, good portion of it takes place in New York City. Right. How is that going to af like affect Jessica, Luke, all of them? Right, honestly. everybody. A and if there's even going to be, like, are they going to be like, you know how they do in, like, um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or, like, even on all those, like, yeah. oh, what that New York thing that happened. Yeah, the incident. The incident. Yeah. Like, they're going to do something lame like that. Yeah. And I know that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, because they haven't really, like, shook hands and, like, kind of, like, like oh, hey, we know each other. Right, and, like, yeah. sometimes they mention, like, in this when um, Vito, the little um, kid that yeah. lives in her building, has, yeah. like, the Captain America action figures. It actually made it feel more like it wasn't in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but felt like it was more in our universe. Yeah. Like, it was actually in our world. Yeah, and, like, cause, like, these are the kind of superheroes we get. Yeah, um, yeah. But it also was kind of cool because at the same time, it was like Captain America, even though people have seen him and know that he's real in this fake world, um, he's still, like, they're still making action figures. And it kind of made me think of how in Spider-Man Homecoming, when he's doing those 
the educational videos like for the oh, gym yeah. class yeah. and for the detention yeah. Yeah. it's like he is the only one that would have signed up to do those he's the only one that would be okay with having action figures because he's the only one that still thinks it's cool to be a superhero oh um, yeah oh, so yeah. which is actually kind of funny because he got his name tarnished after civil war right and if we can look at this jessica jones i think in that universe season two happens after like civil war and right. because they talk about the raft right the like the i the floating island prison right. that holds supers right yeah but it's like how would the average person know that know what that no is no. no yeah but like so it's like it makes you wonder like is there a way that all of these supers are communicating with each other like are they more aware of what's going on you know they're not sending out a newsletter or whatever but like yeah are they more aware of what's going on in the greater things and it's like you know they're jessica jones is not going to respond if tony stark says i need you to come on this mission she's not going to be a part of that oh no but that might not mean that she is not aware of what I honestly on. don't. I don't think she does. Honestly, I yeah, think she I has mean, her like, own I don't agenda. Know. Yeah, and I think Shield would be the people who would bring her in right. and debrief her and do all these things and let her know. But she wouldn't be interested. Right. She doesn't want to be a super. No, that's like her entire life. She doesn't want to be super. She wants to be normal. Right. She wants to be a normal kid mm-hmm. with a family that cares about her. No, she has superpowers and she's in this like horror. Like she loves Trish. That yeah. is her sister. But her mom is this like leech. Right. Just like controls Trish and like little leechy virus yes. controls her and lives through her and makes her do all these things that she doesn't want to do but ends up doing them anyways and then right. makes herself love them. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting, which leads me to another well, hold question. Hold on, before you continue, oh. where do you think, like, Jessica Jones, like, I don't, because, like, I'm trying question. to think, like, at some point, we're going to have another season of Defenders, I would think, <sighs> did right? Did you like the Defenders? I did. I enjoyed it. But part of it was maybe being, like, and there's Iron Fist, and there's Jessica Jones, and oh my god, Daredevil's here too. Like I love the banter it's like between all them. The, I really did. It's like every time they do an ensemble movie for the Avengers. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're all here. Or like, I just, so I'm a bad person. I just saw Thor Ragnarok last week, and having Hulk with Thor, just the two of them in the same room, right? it, it, like I like lose my mind, even though I know what's happening. I'm like, it so was dumb. Great, right? But yeah. I'm like, I love it because it reminds you that they're all in the same universe. And that's what I think was missing in this season. Yeah. We were missing, we were missing another super. And it didn't, yeah. it could have been. And I don't know if that was maybe because Trish is technically Hellcat. Yeah. And if that was the reasoning. I, well, it definitely set up for her to be Hellcat. Yeah. So, um, or I like, don't know if that was why. Or if this season me? felt like it was just like it was a vehicle that needed things needed to happen, and we needed to see them so we could understand other stuff that happens later on. I honestly felt like you know what would have been good to see Karen and Trish work together because Karen be was an investigative journalist, and mm-hmm. Trish is trying to investigate. Yeah, they could have not like team up, but like Trish could have been like, hey where are you getting your sources from? Right. Can you help me with this? And I Karen need, would have been like, like, no, go away. Yeah. Or she would have been like, well, here, like, I'll yeah. give you a little taste of where I'm getting my sources. That would have like, been a lead. really interesting thing. And that would have been all we needed. Yeah, honestly. Oh, like, that would have been all thing, we needed. Froggy thing wasn't enough. Yeah. It wasn't enough at all. And it was so quick that I was just like, he like walked out of the room. I got and then whiplash my husband was like, was. oh, wait, that was, I was like, yeah, yeah. And then we moved on to the next thing. And then he never showed up again. And I was just right. like, there was just so many things that I felt it was like they could like, have tied in. It was that... like they had shot the whole season and then someone was like, oh, crap. Like, what can we do real quick to make it here? He throw him in. Yeah, that's exactly like they shot the season and they were like, oh, we have to. We are doing something Defenders. They would have had to address the fact that Matt Murdock is dead, question mark. Well, they all think he's dead. And I they even mentioned it, I think, in when Jessica talks about, like, I teamed up before. Yeah. And one of them ended up dead or right. something. Or someone ended up dead. And I think she actually kind of, like, liked, not like liked-liked, but, like, kind of liked Daredevil. Oh, no, absolutely. I think, I think she her saw, and Matt got along really I well. I think she saw a little bit of herself in him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, I if anything, know. she was probably super impressed that some blind guy could kick ass. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> And, and I think he was also, like, really impressed with her because she's very powerful. Yeah. And that he, like, understood her depression. Like, I think if anyone, he saw through her. Yeah. He knew that she felt the most out of the entire group. Yeah. 
and and I liked their their entire banter and defenders. Their camaraderie was really was, was really fun. I kind of want to watch defenders again because I feel like I forgot some stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know it. I feel like this season needed to happen, and maybe we're going to see more of that, of like seasons with stuff that needs to happen and that we need to see in order for other things to make sense later on. Yeah. Like, I I didn't dislike the season. I didn't sit there like, ugh, this is boring, or ugh, Oh, no, I, I never like felt this. that this season was boring It just at all. wasn't as I exciting. Just, I got kind of confused halfway through. I didn't know where it was going, mm-hmm. and I was actually really excited for the mother-daughter team-up. Yeah. Like, and her mom was so adorable when she I got know. all excited and giddy that they were, like, going to go solve crimes yeah. and stuff, and I was like, that's amazing. That's like, so cute. Yeah, I was like, yay. Like, I was happy for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and I was happy that she could kind of control her mother without having to drug her. Right. You know? Um, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know where, where this, this is, is going. going. Yeah. And there's a lot of times, like, in season one of Jessica Jones with Kilgrave and the season two with her mother, where I was like, I feel like, for, especially Kilgrave, I thought he was like a super villain like he should have been on shield's radar and the fact that he wasn't was a huge oversight but i think part of it was because once he met jessica that was it he was totally world domination was not really on his agenda it was her Her, yeah and i feel like if he hadn't met her then maybe he would have become a much greater danger to the world but because he met her his focus was a little bit more pointed now a lot of people got hurt still because of that oh yeah but he was all about her at that point and getting her back yeah so i think that maybe could be why he wasn't on their radar because he didn't have his goals weren't big enough which i he didn't dream big enough yeah (laughs) which to me is just kind of sad because i felt like he killed enough people or was more of a menace than anything and that his power was actually terrifying yes he was horrifying oh he was i remember actually being genuinely scared oh yeah oh absolutely i mean david Tennant was just like a phenomenal gift from god (laughs) he is still (laughs) a phenomenal gift from god um but yeah yeah um, uh, anyways ask me more questions yeah um do you think we'll ever see ever an avengers defenders crossover here i'll I'll put it to you this way so we know that guardians of the galaxy are in infinity war Uh which is fun which is great yeah because they kind of were existing in their own little world Mm -hmm. whatever do you think any of the defenders any or all will ever be an avengers movie either ensemble or are they ever going to definitively connect them like have daredevil show up in thor you know what i mean like something like that the only person i don't want to see danny rand because his character is so still (laughs) i don't i don't want to say him i honestly if there's only two people i could see maybe teaming up with avengers and it's only because they would need them and Mm -hmm. it would be luke cage and it would be jessica yeah jessica would say no right she would not want to do it but if trish if they somehow get back together and Trish is like, we need to do this. Right. Then maybe Jessica will begrudgingly join right. them. But I don't see Jessica ever like getting on a spaceship. I don't know. No, 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 no. You know no, what no. I mean? Like she that's not going to happen. That's way too. She's like, I didn't sign up for this. That's not going to happen. Like, absolutely But not. if the fight came to New York, you know what I mean? Like, and the more like grounded in reality kind of. Oh yeah. Abs- um, yeah. I could see Jerry being in an Avengers movie. Like, I could see her working with Nick Fury. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I could see that happening. Yeah. For sure. I could see her yeah. working with Tony Stark. I can see her being Tony's lawyer. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Or even if it's just like a quick scene, like one of them gets in actual legal trouble and she is their lawyer. Oh, and, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That well, would be she funny. technically is. She's Danny's lawyer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she represents the whole company. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I can see that. Um, but yeah, I don't see like. I don't know. I don't want to say Matt Murdock's powers aren't good enough for the Avengers, but all I, that he really is is really good at fighting. When I feel he like can't he's see. Batman. He's a blind Batman. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that not being able to see is a, an Achilles heel, especially when he was having trouble with a ninja. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but they would need Jessica and Luke's strength. If I mean, like, who could Jessica and Cap fight? Like, I mean, like, right. if they were. Like, battle against each other, who would win? I... Do you think Cap would win? I don't know. 
it's like i feel like it would be like a moment of jessica being like oh my god like you're so legit she's like i'm i'm not drunk enough for this right like, <laughs> like you are too yeah. much yeah. i don't know it's a very because like jessica would well, constantly honestly, surprise me honestly to not be that guy i have a feeling that in infinity war a lot of people are going to die. I think Cap is going to die. Oh, I definitely think Cap is going to die. And, and it's going to break gonna my goddamn heart. Here's my question. Is Captain, every time I say it, I want to say Captain Planet. Is Captain Marvel making an appearance yes. in Infinity War? I don't think she's going to be making an appearance in this Infinity War. Okay. Because it's supposed to be a two-parter, isn't it? Is it? I thought it was. I can't keep up. I can't. Is keep she up having either. her own movie? She is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I've seen stills of her, like in, in her, her little outfit. I honestly don't think she might be. You know, they might introduce her at the end. Yeah. Taking someone's place who yeah. dies because, like in the comics, a lot of people die. Yeah. And I, I one hundred percent think Cap is gonna die. Yeah. And that's gonna break. Well, my he's heart. the only one that doesn't have like Chris Evans. This is his last movie. Yeah. He's not signed on for anything else. Yeah. Um. And what about Robert Downey Jr.? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. so either. I don't know if he would die, but I don't think he signed on for anything else. I don't No. I don't think so. Unless he signed on to like Spider-Man's some not ready to be without him yet. Walk on role in Spider-Man. Like yeah. I was thinking that if they really wanted to hit the heartstrings, they would kill Peter in Infinity War. No. But I'm not ready for that because no. I love Tom Holland and he is like a goddamn treasure. Because there's going to need to be another Spider-Man movie with like another villain. They oh, just yeah. started no, they, with Spider-Man. They already, they already have. They finally like, found their, their, their Spider-Man. Spi- nothing but respect for my Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, no, they finally found the Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. They no, found they, him. They're going to they're going to milk it after oh, yeah. two tries yeah no they're going to keep him for a while i know mm-hmm. that they're already planning movies for yeah him and- so i think cap is gonna die that might be enough i don't know if i can handle anyone else dying no honestly i i really can't i'm gonna be very sad about cap but i think the reason i'm gonna be able to handle it is because i've known it's coming oh yeah we I all know, know it's coming i just know unless they pull like a fast one and someone else dies <sighs> i won't be okay with that yeah see i won't either yeah i won't either well, anyways, um, <laughs> Jessica Jones. Um, so, I don't know. Like, what? I have so many thoughts running around in my head. What are you, do you have any, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I just have so much. And okay. it's, it har- it's hard Why because then we... we can we can expand off into just the whole Marvel universe in general. Because as much as these series exist in a vacuum, they don't. They really don't at the okay. end of the day. Well, why don't we first off talk about the ending of Jessica Jones? Yes. I have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> yes. So for to remind everybody, Jessica's mother has kidnapped her. And um, they're going to Montreal. Right. They're going to go to Montreal to get her mom out of the country. Jessica's finally on board with it. She's like, okay, I will go and we'll do our thing and we'll get you out of the country, whatever. Um, and then eventually, like, her mother kind of feels bad and is like, I don't want this life for my daughter. Like, I really should turn myself in. Mm-hmm. So she takes her to Playland, which was like the amusement park that they used to go to when she was a kid. And I- I'm gl- glossing over a lot. This is just the basics. Um, they go up in the Ferris wheel because the two of them used to like going up the Ferris wheel. And in the interim, Trish realizes that Jessica's been kidnapped and Trish is cling- This was after Trish has been like she was experimented on or she made was it Dr. Mollusk? Yeah. Whatever his name yeah. was. She yeah. made the doctor do what he did to Jessica on basically. Because she wants to be a superhero to mm-hmm. help the good. Because right. she thinks that Jessica is basically spoiling her power. Like right. she's not you, she's being selfish. Them. She's yeah. wasting them, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she um is fresh off of that. She's kind of like all jacked up on like the strength but also from like being in the hospital she's all like loopy because she was like out of it yeah so she finds jessica and she sees her up in the ferris wheel with she her gets mom. a tip from the police officer yeah. because um she calls it in the yeah. mother does doesn't yeah, she i think or so they like they call it in they know like they, they don't know where they're going yeah and she says that they have like a radius of where they're gonna be mm-hmm. and he tells trish and she's like do you know any place that they would go and trish realizes it's gonna be this family place that they've gone yeah every year every summer 
And Jessica, when they turn on the lights to go to Playland, because it's dark, there's no one there, Jessica right. realizes that the cops are going to see this. They're on the lookout for them. Right. And they're they're on their way. Like, yeah. Jessica, they, she knows this. And she's right. upset. And she's like, Mom, you don't have to turn yourself in and yeah. all this stuff. And Yeah. So they're up in the Ferris wheel. And then Trish comes and she sees the two of them up there. And, you know, I guess she assumed. Because, like, Jessica was taken against her will. She had gone to her mother to kill her actually to like put her down because she didn't know what else to do and then her mom knocked then jess couldn't do it at the last second and her mom knocked her out so jessica was kidnapped and trish doesn't know about the fact that her mom's had a change of heart and so is jessica like wants to turn herself in like whatever so jessica shoots her makes an impossible shot (laughs) kills yeah trish i say jessica i I meant trish Trish. trish shoots her jessica's mother makes an impossible shot in the head in the head yeah jessica's mother's dead her blood is all over jessica and all over the cart of the ferris wheel it was when they were having like a mother-daughter heart-to-heart where she was like telling her that she wanted the best for her yeah and all these things and then like and then just like split second you hear the gunshot there's blood splatter on jessica's face and you're just like i literally my jaw hit the floor because i just was not seeing it coming and then the ferris wheel goes around and you see that it's trish and jess is just like flips oh she's furious because she's like you know just so mad not even necessarily that trish did it because at the end of the day jessica was going to kill her yeah i think jessica was furious because now there's and she says it at the end of the show at the end of the season um that like now all she's going to see when she looks at her sister is the person that killed her mother I honestly think she was pissed that she killed her yeah like she was because she was coming around but i think even jessica is aware enough to know that all Trish knew was that this woman who had killed multiple people had kidnapped. Well, that's Jessica. all Trish was screaming about was right. that she was a monster. She killed all these people. She, and right. Trish was scared of her when she, you know, yeah. was well, talking to she her. came to kill her. She yeah. came to Trish's hospital room to kill her. Yeah. So, and then Jess basically can feel like the rage building up inside of her. And she like tells Trish to run. She says, get out of here. A, before the police show up. And B, I think it was twofold. You could look at it in two different ways. Either she was telling you to leave because the police were coming or because if you don't leave, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt you. And it's kind of like a poetic justice because like Trish has been saved by Jessica numerous times on more than one account. And finally, Trish is able to save Jessica and she didn't want it. No. And it blew and up she in her did, face. she didn't need it. She didn't need it. Yeah. No, no. And Trish yeah. was like, oh my God, I still can't get this right. Yep. No. So she runs away and then Jess just like takes the gun and. It is probably the most heartbreaking scene when Jess is sitting in the Ferris wheel, like the Ferris wheel booth. Yeah. With her mom. And yeah. And she's just like shaking. Yeah. And like. Yeah. Completely. And the cops come and they're like, okay, like this is what you had to do. And Jess just doesn't even say anything. Because, I mean, she's not going to go to jail. Cause, she's like, in shock. Yeah. Yeah, she's and, in absolute shock. Right. Like, and you think that as a super, she probably didn't think that this could actually kill her. Right. But, like, she's oh, not I never up. thought about that. That yeah. she was like, you know, wow, like, we are not completely and totally... Immortal. Indestructible. Yeah, like, exactly. a shot to the head is going to kill us. And I think... I never thought about that. That that could be something that's going through her brain. That, like, that is something that could kill her. Yeah. That's really interesting. Um... And, like, I think that's, like, what the real shock was, was that her mother was not going to be getting up. Like, right. she lost her again. Yeah. She her essentially mom has lost now died her mom. twice. Yep. Yep. Um, and it would have been better off, I th- almost, if she had never come back. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, that's arguable, because I think it awakens something in Jessica that she is capable of having human connections. Um, and she was, you learn about, like... That she and that was the one thing that bothered me about this season was that they introduced this boyfriend she had that she never mentioned. But like I know why. So we'll get into that because that shattered me. That whole thing with her boyfriend. So she we do a lot of they do a lot of flashbacks um, in this show. And one of them is that she has this boyfriend. um, And this is before Kilgrave. After. Like, she and Trish are, like, adults, at the young adults, like, yeah. early 20s. Trish is um, past her days as being Patsy, but into her, like, pop star phase yep. of, like, Trish Walker, which I kind of forgot was a thing. Yeah. The whole next day after the episode, we watched the episode of her music video, 
my husband was singing the I Want You Cray Cray song. <laughs> and the funniest part about that, so they're in a nightclub and it's like the premiere of Trish Walker's new music video. And it's basically the video is just her dancing in different outfits. And then she gets mad because Jess isn't excited. And she's like, Jess, I could, they say I could win a VMA. And I'm like, even in this fake universe, you would not win a VMA for this video. It was not visionary at all. Um, but yeah, so Jess meets... Um, this guy who's a bartender at the club that they're at that's yeah. p- that's premiering Jess's or Trish's music video and um he they start dating like actually dating you see Jessica in a relationship yep. it's crazy he's the one that doesn't buy it for her but they steal her leather jacket yep. that she wears all the time he is planning on opening his own nightclub called, called Club a- Alias, Alias. Which is where Alias Investigations comes from. Mm-hmm. And they were like a legit couple. Like they were living together. They were going to, he was going to introduce her to his parents. And it was, she was happy. She was happy. And he was actually seemed like a legit guy. Yeah. His name was Sterling. Sterling. By the way. Yeah. yeah. And um, so basically these guys that he owes money to, well, these guys that had invested in his like nightclub idea mm-hmm. come and show up and they're like, hey, it's been like two years since we gave you money and there's no club. And he's basically like, you know, like I'm working on it. Like I just got a space, like it's happening. And they're basically like pissed. So they come to his house to like beat him up and Jessica mm-hmm. basically like kicks their asses and then they run out. And the nice thing is that Sterling is completely okay with her. Yeah, being a super. he doesn't get like mad or upset. Yeah, that like she defended him because he's like that was awesome and I didn't die. That's great. Yeah. So um, then they show the two of them at a bar and um, Jessica goes to the bathroom and her mother is there at this time her mother had broken out of where they were keeping her because yeah. she had found out that Jessica was still alive. Right. And she, in her fury, killed a whole bunch of people, like killed like, or killed one nurse and wounded the other mm-hmm. and left to find her, ends up finding her at this bar and then goes, <laughs> stalks her into this bathroom. Yeah. So she follows her into the bathroom. So her mother's there. So this is now probably like, what, like five years ago or something like that? Maybe a little bit more. I think it was. They don't say exactly. Because she was with Kilgrave for four years, correct? Was she, it four years? I think Kilgrave kept her for four years. I thought it was like a year. No. Oh. I don't know. No, I'm pretty sure Kilgrave kept her for four years. I see. I need to watch the first season again. Well, anyways, it was years ago. Um, So, yeah. So her mother follows her into the bathroom, um, whatever. And then um, her mother goes back upstairs. She asks her for a tampon. Yes. Yeah. Her mom gives her one. Yeah. It was like super cute. Oh, Mm -hmm. can we just tampon story yes. sorry to all the men who are watching this yes. or listening to this and are like ew gross <laughs> like my husband okay anyways um when she asks oscar to like plunge her toilet she throws a whole oh, bunch yeah. of tampons she throws a whole bunch of tampons yeah she's, she's like, she's oh, like oh, sorry it's um, a heavy, heavy flow, flow kind of month <laughs> yeah. um but continue so funny yeah so um jessica's mother follows her into the bathroom and then like leaves while jessica's like still like in the stall and she sees these when her mother comes back upstairs, she sees all of these guys like talking to her boyfriend. And it's clearly like they're they're upset with him and they go outside. So her mother follows and these guys are basically like, you know, now Sterling, her boyfriend, thinks that he's about to get like killed, basically. But they kind of are like, hey, like Jessica, like your girlfriend is like so like intense and like, you know, she's, she's so strong. Yeah, yeah like she's yeah. basically she's she's one of them. She's a super. They basically say that they want to hire her as their like enforcer. And if they do, then they'll forgive the money that he owes them. And my husband and I got in debate about this. Jeff got really mad at Sterling. I thought that he was doing this on purpose. He he agrees to it. He agrees to it and then says, like, oh, she loves me. She'll do whatever I say. Yeah. And Jess was like, oh, this guy's like, I'm so disappointed. This guy sucks. And I am of the opinion that he was never intending to do that. He was intending to not get killed in that moment and get those guys to leave. And then I think he was going to go and tell Jess exactly what just happened and say, like, I didn't know what to do. I had to say yes because they were going to, like, kill me. But we need to, like, we need to make moves. We need to get out of town or we need to, like, come up with a plan. Because I felt like the two of them, yeah. I thought it was real. Like like he would have told her. He, he wasn't pimping her out. Exactly. He was pretending to pimp her out. Yeah. So that he wouldn't die in that moment, which I think Jessica would have been okay with him not dying in that moment. Yeah. Um. So, spoiler alert. So... 
Um, but Jessica's mom overhears this and she knows like she sees she had seen Jessica. She knew that was her daughter. She knew that was her boyfriend. And she, she's pissed. And this is in her days of not being able to control her rage. And she basically, once those guys leave, she goes out and corners Jessica's boyfriend in the parking lot or in the in the alleyway and kills him. Like, she beats him to death up against the wall and then runs away when she realizes what she did. And then Jessica comes out and finds him and she's, like, screaming in agony. And her mother's watching and realizing what she did. And then she comes slunking back to IGH and is like, you were right. I wasn't ready to see Jessica. I don't know how to deal with my emotions. That part was horrible so horrible because like you can slowly see a sterling's like face is turning like blue yeah like he's just dying like yeah. he's dead it was horrible <sighs> heartbreaking and it was like jessica that was real that was a real relationship and it made me really sad it was all in the backdrop of trish rocker being a pop star and like addicted to drugs and like yeah trading favors in bathrooms oh yeah for drugs. yeah because like yeah. you see her like when she was all strung out and drugs and mm-hmm. everything and it was just, it was really heartbreaking because finally Jessica has this, like, real relationship, which she probably hasn't had a real relationship ever. Ever. Yeah, besides, like, Trish, but... I felt like he weirdly understood her because he didn't care that she was so much stronger than him. Oh, absolutely not. But he also, like, they were the same person in that they they didn't have patience for other people's crap. Yeah. And, you know, they had dreams of, you know, doing more oh, yeah. for themselves. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh, I agree. So um, we are going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we will wrap up our discussion of Jessica Jones season two. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you that we do have a geek of our store for all shirts that are geek. We have the Geek and Proud, Peace, Love, Prosper, straight out of Arkham and the Geek University tee. If you like it, simple and blocky like I do. Now, that's at thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com, or you can do it real simple. Go to the Geekiverse and click on the tab on the upper part of the webpage. It's real big. It's real easy to see. We thank you for supporting us. But for now, let's get to the show. All right, and we are back, and we've got a couple more things to go through um, before we wrap it up. This has turned into a long episode, but that's okay. There is a lot of things to unpack. Um, with An entire season. This season, yes. Yeah. That's a lot to do in 45 minutes. So sorry, everybody. This is not going to be 45 minutes. Um, It's okay. Um, So just a couple of things real quick we wanted to run through. Um, So we were talking about Trish and this roller coaster that she went on of kind of just basically losing it. She loses her job. She gets addicted to those um, combat enhancing drugs. She gets engaged to her like long time well boyfriend yeah and ends it almost immediately when he proposes to her which was beautiful by the way that proposal was like it was heartbreaking that she like yeah had to like cut him but she said no because she said the second that he proposed to her she realized that she didn't want to be with him she wanted to be him yeah she wanted his career Mm -hmm. that's what she was attracted to and so it was actually kind of honorable that she that she was honest in that moment it's too bad that it took her that long but at least she didn't marry somebody that she didn't love um it was very sad though so she kind of goes nuts and that leads her into forcing the doctor to do the experiments on her that she almost died yeah she almost died so then it's kind of like oh my gosh she went through all that for nothing because jessica had like stopped it in the middle and she went to the hospital and And, like they couldn't find out anything about her she ends up having this she almost dies yeah she has like a weird seizure she has a weird seizure where she actually thinks she is dying and she's like i think I'm dying. Yeah. And you know what? That could have been the end of normal Trish Walker. Yeah. Like, poetically, that could have been the, Yeah, like, the she was dying. Yeah, yeah, technically. And, and um, so then at the end of the series, or series, at the end of the season, um, after she shoots Jessica's mother, she's obviously been trying to get a hold of her. She tracks her down at her apartment, and she basically is, like, trying to make amends with her. And Jessica's just like, you know, you are my sister, but now anytime I look at you, I say the person who killed my mother. And she doesn't say, like... We are never going to be okay. It's just more of like a, it's going to be a while before we're okay. Yeah. And like Trish is really upset and whatever. And she's walking away and she's like texting on her phone. And then um, the a woman with like a cart runs into her by accident and she drops her phone and it's falling and it's like about to fall through the crack in the elevator and she catches it with her foot, like the top of her foot. Yeah. And she's just like. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's like, like, I never surprised. could do that. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you have the moment of being like, she does have powers. Yep. And 
we're not going to see them until next season. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I think that this is going to set us up for mm-hmm. is that we're going to see Jessica and Trish butt heads next season because mm-hmm. Trish is going to be coming into these new powers. Yeah. And she's probably going to be like the villain, not villain of next right. season where she's like has no control over them. All these things are happening to her body right. all at once. And Jessica has to be the cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Yeah. Um, the other person that I wanted to talk about really quick was Jerry. Uh, which is so fun because in the comics jaron hogarth is a man i love and it's a woman now yeah it's carrie ann moss she's incredible some people have like a weird problem with her because she has a lot of weird um tics like things she does with her facial expression she rubs her hands a lot and a lot of like you know what's funny i never noticed she has a lot of physicalities that i think people get turned off by but I actually really enjoy them, and I feel like it's it brings like a whole new like. Depth. I feel like they're not arbitrary. You know, it brings she a, made like a, depth a choice to a of like Carrie Ann Moss, not Carrie Ann Moss. Jerry is very um, a touch and feel kind of person. She talks with her hands. She is, and I think it's like a little bit of an OCD thing. Um, it's just and like a type A thing. I don't know. It's very interesting. But you find out her character is diagnosed with ALS at the beginning of the season, which is Lou Gehrig's disease. Basically, muscle cramps that it's you you die from this disease. There's yeah, no it cure. ends up it's very debilitating. You it end kills up- you slowly over a period of years, yeah. and you end up, you know, by the end of it, you have no control over your body control your body yeah. muscles like nothing works you're completely and you just kind of you're die. immobile it's you're like you're it's it's absolutely horrible and yeah. that was actually what stephen hawking had r.i.p yeah 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 um but combined like, with other things i feel like because he lived no he didn't have luke he did yes, he? he did yes how did he live that long with science that? Science! I guess I don't know. I didn't. I thought he had something else, but so Jerry finds out she has that, and, and it's it's what anyone else would do. Like when you find out you're dying, right? She kind of goes on a bender. Shuts, she shuts down yeah. first, and then she realizes that no, I'm going to live. Yeah. So she goes on a bender. Yeah, she goes yeah. on a bender. Um, but then she realizes her partners at the law firm are trying to push her out, so she's hiring Jessica to kind of help her find dirt on her partners. Um, Jessica kind of passes it off and Malcolm ends up taking it over and ends up doing a really good job. Um, and Jerry basically um, demands more money from her partners and like extorts them and then starts her own law firm because she's like, if I'm going to be alive for eight more years, I want to do it right. Yeah. Um, but, but it's in- very sad. She gets kind of taken for a ride by these two other characters that I'm not even going to attempt to begin to explain how they're connected to everything because it's going to be way too hard. But, yeah. Um, um, she meets Anus Green yeah. and who is like part of the IGH bullcrap. Right, but she's been living on the streets for the last several yeah. years. So yeah. um, Jerry takes her in. Oh, because she was attacked by her mother, by Jessica's mother. Yes, yeah. She's the nurse. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. she takes her in um, and she basically takes her for a ride and ends up stealing all of her stuff. She ends up convincing her that this guy in jail was another IGH experiment um, and he can heal people because she finds out that Jerry has ALS. Yeah. So Jerry pulls all these legal strings to get this guy out of prison and like he's going to heal me. developing feelings for Enos. Yes. And it's and... all very sad. And then she finds out that he's not a healer. He was never experimented on an IGH. And these two just completely... Like I said, took her for Railroaded a ride. Railroaded her. Yeah. yeah, they stole all of her stuff. It was so heartbreaking for Jerry to like realize that she wasn't healed, that yeah. she still had ALS, and then she goes to her apartment and like mm-hmm. all of her even, stuff's gone. And like it's even like it's like salt in the wound. Like yeah. Jessica tells her that he wasn't experimented on. He was never there. He does not have powers. Yeah, and she like doesn't believe her until she walks into her apartment and sees all of her shit is yeah. gone. And that is something that probably would have never happened to Jerry. Oh, never. That, no. That Jerry's just like, I have lost my edge. Strong, and yeah. that was horrible for her. So, But um, she gets... She gets some crazy revenge. She yes. basically, long story short, talks Inez into killing that other guy. Shane, yeah. Yeah, and so now Shane's dead and Inez is now a murderer. And Jerry just... Because you find out that Inez is like in love with Shane. Right. Yeah. And Jerry just drives away. Well, she calls the cops Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. She's like, I'd like to report a shooting. Yeah. (laughs) She just drives away. I absolutely loved it. And I was hoping... Because like, you know, like Jerry did a lot of like bad things in season one. Right. Um, But 
it wasn't enough mm-hmm. for me. This like the all this stuff that happened to her was almost like karma, but it was like really bad karma. Right. Like you're like, no one deserves to get ALS. No. Like, that is a horrible That's too much. Yeah. And like and then for on top of that, for her to get taken advantage of mm. because of her illness was absolutely horrible. But yeah. her like being able to like at the end of it get her revenge and then start her own law firm with right. the money that she gets was like and I was really hoping that like um Foggy would like pop in. Yeah. And be her new legal assistant. Yeah. But um I mean he doesn't. Yeah. Uh but that was lovely. That I yeah. loved that part. That was insane. It really tied the whole series season together. Um yeah so uh, we could talk wanna, about this for oh, hours. Oh, I know, what? What, what did uh, I forget? Talk about Malcolm's character real quick. We should real yeah, quick. Yeah, the <laughs> totally, longest podcast yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. But we should really quick. Um, so Malcolm really comes into his own this season. He's really doing well with staying clean, staying off drugs. Um, he's thrown himself into the private eye business. He sees himself as like an apprentice to Jessica. Oh, Jessica yes. sees him yeah. as like an errand boy and an annoyance. But <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. Um, and he's like really serious about it. He's like taking all of their calls. He's setting up meetings. He's making sure she's up on time. Um, it's insane and really funny. Um, and even when she starts to push him aside, he's taking on cases on his own. Um, he gets hired by another competing um, PI firm in the city. And he is the one that ends up helping Jerry win her case against her partners when they're trying to push her out of the firm. So yeah. he was really fun. Um, I loved Malcolm's like... I love that Jessica was opening up to Malcolm. Like yeah. he's, she saved his life in season one by getting him off of like, was he on heroin? Yeah. Got him off of heroin. Mm-hmm. And now he like, he's become her little like little confidant. Yeah. It's so yeah. cute. It is cute. And then he and Trish have like a weird Trish uses. Him. Yeah. Trish they definitely sleep together. Uses him. And it's unfortunate because he, I don't know if he necessarily was like, she loves me, but he was kind of like sweet. Like I'm actually kind of into her. Great. And she just was like, I'm just using you to get off yeah. and to make myself feel good about myself. Right, because she's and all miserable and gross and addicted trash. to... Yeah, yeah. Trash. Yeah, trash instead of Trish is yeah. trash. Yeah. So Jessica, or um, Malcolm really made a really interesting growth. Yeah, and I, I like to see his growth. And like, I was so sad for him to like cut his hair at the end. But I know. I was, I was happy that he was helping himself. Yes, for once. He was looking out for himself. And I think that was his idea in that moment. It was like... I've done as much as I possibly can do. I have done everything I can like, do to b- repay yeah. the debt that Jessica, I had with Jessica. Yeah. yeah. And like, it was so heartbreaking when she like finally fires him. Like that was like the running joke. She's yeah. like, you're fired. And he, and he was like, I'll see you in the morning. Yeah. Like, and then finally when he, he was, she was really upset that Malcolm had helped Trish steal Dr. Mollusk and mm-hmm. do all the experiments on her. Right. Um, and she, she was like, no, you're fired. I don't want to see you anymore. And, and then he like goes to walk away and then he turns around and he goes, just in case you change your mind, I quit. Yeah, that he's and, like, I am not coming back. Yeah, yeah, like I'm done like being your errand boy and being like abused by you. Yeah. Like, and like, it, I was happy for him. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I was, I was really hoping that he would actually end up working with Jerry. Yeah. But I thought that it was fitting that he ended up going with Chang. Yeah, I yeah. agree. All right, so to wrap it up, um, longest podcast we've done in a while, and mm-hmm. we can talk for so much longer. Um, but um, next month on the Geekiverse, we are going to be breaking down um, A Wrinkle in Time, which came out, happened already, right? Did it come out yet? Yeah, it came okay. out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it came out, I want to say, the same weekend as. Um before like right when jessica came yeah out. it yeah. came out so um we're not gonna really necessarily be doing a review we're gonna be talking about um just basically discussing the movie um because it's obviously a very female driven movie um and we just there's a lot of things that we want to talk about the gender switching of roles um from the book to the movie and all that kind of stuff so we're gonna be talking about that um in may we're gonna be doing an episode i'm very excited about that i actually should start working on um we're gonna be talking about the role of women in Star Wars, and we're talking about the whole Star Wars universe from beginning up until now. Um, not just actors, but directors, writers, animators, everybody. We're going to dive deep into it because they are a series that I think has served women really well compared to a lot of other sci-fi and fantasy series. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, so, yeah, basically... That's what's coming up um, for Girls Who Geek. Um, make sure that you are following the Geekiverse on all of our social media. Um, I think we're at the Geekiverse on everything now, 
right? Even Except Twitter. Twitter. Twitter is Twitter the one with the underscore? That's yeah. so annoying. Um, yeah. So uh, everything except Twitter is at the Geekverse. Twitter is at the underscore Geekverse. Um, thank you again to everybody that followed us on YouTube during our recent push for subscribers. That's yes, amazing. Like, you. Keep liking and subscribing if you haven't yet. Thank you to everybody who has donated to our Patreon. Keep doing that. We're going to be doing some things to revamp our Patreon um, and make it more beneficial for people. Um, mm-hmm. Patreon is something that we have not really tapped into the full potential yet, so we're definitely going to be looking into that in the future. Um, Sammy B, where can we find you? You're pulling up all your social media. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I was going to say, um, I know that we're going to be doing a lot of stuff at Nickel City Con. Yes, which, we are. Yes. We don't have all the details yet, but um, if, if you're in the Buffalo area or coming to the Buffalo area, Nickel City Con, we're going to be all over that, um, which is very exciting. Once we have more details about that, we'll be that, announcing that to everybody. Um, summer, spring and summer is when we thrive as, yes. a, as yeah, a company. E3, yeah, E3 <laughs> is going to be happening in June, yep. and Nickel City Con is going to be on May 18th through the 20th. Yes. So that'll be really exciting. I know that we're going to be doing a, like some panel interviews, which yeah. is going to be great. We're finding out more details yes. and all of that stuff very soon. Uh-huh. Um, and, yeah. um, Stay tuned for all of our solo yeah. Star Wars stories coverage, Infinity War coverage. Um, that comes out really soon. We got a lot. Um, it's video game season right now. So we're going to have a lot on the docket. We've got a whole bunch of new reviewers joining us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sam, where can we find you on social media? Um, I don't have a Twitter because I don't. I'm so lazy. Because I don't. Because <laughs> I don't. And I can't keep up with my Instagram either. That's fair. So I'm usually just on Snapchat. Okay. And, um, you don't Facebook. have to give that yeah, out. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to. But you yeah. can find me on Instagram. Maybe if I like... I don't know. Maybe I'll revamp it. Start right. Doing more things on Instagram. I always yeah. feel like it's like for artsy people and I don't take enough artsy I'm photos. not artsy and I use Instagram a lot. It's fine. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and here's a picture of food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was like, well, there's not really good lighting. Yeah. And it's kind of dark. Maybe I shouldn't post it. But yeah. you can find me on Instagram at uh, Little Beans and Taco Cat. <laughs> um, yeah. um, Gets me every yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, and one more thing. I did try to find out how long jessica was with kilgrave oh. and they never really say anything it's more like a couple months which oh. makes a lot more sense because if she was with him for four years she probably would have killed herself that would have been a but, lot yeah. yes but, okay um, good to know continue maggie um <laughs> you can find me on social media at maggie oh my gosh hold on i changed it after i got <laughs> married so i always forget what it is i think on twitter i am uh hold on i'm at mag Loricella on twitter and at maggie and laura on instagram um so make sure you follow us and um i've got a review of jessica jones coming out very soon and um yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in to our very long podcast and we will catch you on the flippity flip